top of the world with you Nothing is bringing me down <laughs> Welcome to Faith Summit of the Air with Reverend Adewumi Adebusayo of Word and Spirit Ministry International, a production of Wasmi Media and Broadcast. Yes! Welcome once again. My name is Adebusayo Adewumi. Ah, Father, we thank you. Let's pray. We give you glory. We give you all honor, all adoration. Thank you for this, this, this time. Thank you for the privilege to receive your word. We receive your word in our spirit. We receive the eyes of our understanding enlightened. Thank you for the things you cause us to see, even in this session. We give you all praise, all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, so uh, the last time, uh, last week, we we uh, rounded up by saying that you must know and understand the reality of the new creation. You must know that you are a new creation. And rounding up, we spoke about the fact that the new creation, you know, does not have any moral or spiritual conditions of the past haunting him. And as a result of that, the new creation does not need deliverance. The new creation does not need to be carried around, you know, seeking deliverance. The, the word of God tells us in Colossians 1.13 that we have been delivered from the power of darkness and we have been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. So the, the new creation man is actually the man in Christ. And, you know, I, I saw something James said in James chapter 1 verse 18. He said, of his own will. So it wasn't, we were not begotten against God's will. He said, of his own will, begot he us with the word of truth. We were begotten of the word. We were begotten by the word of God. We were begotten by the word of God. And, you know, the Bible says Jesus is the first begotten, you know, from the dead. And then we were also begotten from the dead. And that brought us at par with Jesus. Listen to me. We are now at par with Christ when it comes to rights and privileges with the Father. I, I, I can boldly tell you that God loves you the same way He loves Jesus. When we talk about the love of God, the love of the Father is the same towards the new creation man as much as towards Christ. So you must know that we, we are loved. The new creation believer is love. The new creation believer is love. God loves us, loves us the same way. And so that is the new creation. But today, I, I want us to, to, to go further and move to the fourth point. And that is knowing the reality of your righteousness. Know the fact that you are righteous. As a new creation believer, you are righteous. You are not going to be righteous. You are righteous. Because at new birth, the gift of righteousness was given to you. Let's read a place in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. Look at what he said. He said, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage or the inheritance of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. In some other places, the Bible said, Their righteousness is from me. The righteousness we've got is not our own righteousness. In Isaiah 64, the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags before him. 
We can't, we can't, we can't lay hold on our righteousness before God. We can't boast of our righteousness before God. But thank God, He gave us His righteousness. He's a gift to the believer. He gave us His righteousness. He said, "Their righteousness is from me," said the Lord. Their righteousness is from me. So your righteousness is from God. Can I hear you say that wherever you are? My righteousness is from God. So your righteousness is from God. He gives you your righteousness. Paul said in Romans 5, 17, he said, if by one man's offense, death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. They shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. I love that scripture so much. That scripture has stirred me up so many times. You know, every time I'm meditating, you know, on spiritual death, you know, and I begin to meditate concerning my dominion over spiritual death, I take on this scripture. He said, eat by one man's offense. That is talking about Adam. He said, death reigned by one. Death reigned by one. Reigned by Adam. Death reigned. He said, but much more, much more than death reign shall those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life. Glory to God. Reign in life. It means the believer, the new creation believer, is to reign in life much more than death reign over us while we were yet sinners. Much more than death reigned over us while we were yet sinners. The believer must reign in life. Much more than that now. And then he went for that to say, that is done because we have received abundance of grace, overflowing grace, and we have received the gift of righteousness. So righteousness to the believer is a gift. It's a gift. And listen to me, you don't beg for a gift. You don't beg for a gift. A gift is given to you. And so what do you do? You receive it. So we have received the gift of righteousness. So we receive the gift. We receive the gift. So you are righteous. If you are a believer out there, you are righteous and you need to know that. Let, let, let me read a place to us. I'd like you to pick your Bible wherever you are. And then let's go to that, that particular passage of Scripture. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Verse 26. I want to read something to us. And I think the revelation coming out of this place is going to shock you. Or, or let's, let's read from verse 24. He said, Being justified freely by the grace through the redemption that is in Christ. Don't ever forget that. The redemption is in Christ Jesus. We saw that when we're talking about the reality of our redemption. Then verse 25, he said, Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation on atonement through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness. Follow me to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the, the, the forbearance of God. To declare. So, God declared his righteousness for the remission of sins. So, when our sins were remitted, righteousness was declared. Glory to God. So, now we are justified. Now, the word justified there actually means to be declared righteous. We have been declared righteous. And then look at verse 26 now. He said, to declare, I say, in this time is righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to bring out something from here for us. Now, 
there are two, three very important words here I want to beam light on. The first one is the word righteousness. The second one is the word just in this verse 26. The second one is the, one, is the word just. And then the third one is the word justifier. Now, I need you to understand that these three words, righteousness, just, and justifier, the three of them have their root word in the Greek. In the word dikaios. They all have their root word from the word dikaios. And that word sometimes is translated righteousness, sometimes is translated just, sometimes is translated justified. And sometimes it's translated justifier. So what I am saying here is that in this Roman 3.26, these three words are actually talking about the manifestation of God's righteousness because he himself is righteous. So Romans 3.26 ought to read, to have read this way, if we read it in that light, is that God has declared his righteousness to us through Jesus Christ. That is actually what is implying. That God has declared his righteousness to us through Jesus Christ and that God himself is righteous and that he has become the righteousness of all who believes in Christ. You see that? That God declared his righteousness to us through Jesus Christ and that he himself, the word is said, that he might be just. That he himself might be just, or that he might be righteous. And again, that he might also be the righteousness, or the justifier. He said justifier, or the righteousness. The word justifier there also means the righteousness of him which believe in Christ Jesus. So in other words, he's saying, God has declared his righteousness to us. And then again, he has also, you know, become the righteousness of all of us who believe in Christ because he himself is righteous. Glory to God. So God is the righteousness of all who believe in Christ. God is our righteousness. It was the same thing he said, you know, in Romans chapter, I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. You know, he said that he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, who is him in Christ. So he said he made him to be sin for us. He has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Jesus Christ. And the purpose for making him to be seen is so that we might be made the righteousness of God. So we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because God himself is our righteousness. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is our righteousness. Now, this is not a theory. This is a fact. That God himself has become our righteousness and that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, this righteousness we talk about is not a righteousness of the law. It's not, you know, look at that. Look at verse 21 and 22 of that Romans chapter 3. Look at what he said. He said, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophet. So the righteousness the believer has is the righteousness without the law. It is the righteousness that is totally outside of 
the law. He said, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. So the righteousness of the believer is the righteousness that is of faith by Jesus Christ. So you must understand that, that your righteousness is not the righteousness of the law and it is not the righteousness of works. Oh, I lost something. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4. He said, what said it then? That Abraham, our father, believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Our righteousness in the new covenant comes by us believing in Christ. It is by our faith in Christ Jesus. And when we go born again, we release that faith in Christ Jesus and then we receive the new birth and we receive the gift of righteousness and so we have become righteous. We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we must understand that. I've heard people say, uh, well, uh, uh, that brother is not righteous because he, made, he missed it. No, no, you are righteous whether you miss it or you don't miss it. The moment you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, the moment you have received the gift of righteousness, it is not something that leaves you and come back. You are righteous. You are righteous. And that righteousness is constant. That righteousness is a permanent one. You have received the gift of righteousness. So whether you miss it or not, your righteousness is not tampered with. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you need to understand that. Yes, there is a righteousness. The Bible spoke about in Philippians 1, 11, and it's talking, it spoke about the fruits of our righteousness. Now that state of righteousness is talking about the spiritual development in the life of the believer is a fruit of the born again recreated human spirit. And, and that one, we can talk about it according to how we have developed ourselves spiritually in accordance with God's word. So, but righteousness as a gift is our nature. We possess the nature of righteousness and you need to understand that. When you understand that, then you know that your faith can work because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I call you blessed. I see you again next time. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Faith Summit of the Air. To contact Reverend Adewumi, please send message to WhatsApp number 080-748-391-59. 080-748-391-59. Thank you for listening. Join Reverend Adewumi again next week. Same time, same station. God bless you. As you